baby, you already know this is pun, drunk, boxing, a.k.a. Mr. Moonshot himself, a.k.a. El Adobo, a.k.a. El Sazón, a.k.a. El Maldito Borracho, dímelo mi gente, que lo que, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this side of heaven, God bless you all, ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know we in the month of April and boxing is on fire, the schedule is beautiful, Woo, I am hype, I am hype. This weekend, April 9th, we got Ryan Garcia, one of the phenom in the lightweight division, back in the ring, the return of Ryan Garcia. Man, oh man, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. I know a lot of people have been frustrated with, with his, with, you know, the amount, of, the amount of times that he's been in the ring. You know, he only been in the ring one time, and that was last year in January versus Luke Campbell, which he knocked him out, got back from the, got back, Got back up from the canvas in the first round, and then you already know him with an incredible body shot. One of the knockouts of the year of 2021. But he's back in the ring, and, and look, he's only 23 years old. One of the phenom in the sport of boxing, and he got a lot to give. I got a lot to give to the sport of boxing, and I'm happy that he's back. Also, also this weekend, we got um, Erickson Lubin versus Sebastian Fondora. And it's going to be the fourth, fourth WBC elimination bout for um, Erickson Lubin. Y'all already know um, he only faced one defeat. That was against Jamel Charlo, the three-belt holder in the Super Welterweight division. He's going to be fighting Brian Castaño in May, May 14th, for the undisputed 154-pound division. Eric Saluba been climbing the ladder, been stopping, all, been stopping basically almost all his opponents. Um, and Sebastian Fundura, one of, the, one, of the fem- one of the young phenom in the sport of boxing as well. Um, that's going to be a great matchup. Great, great matchup. A lot of people fe- feel like it's a 50-50 fight. Um, shout out to, to, to Lubin for the interview and Punch Run Boxing YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, subscribe to the channel, smash the like button, hit the notification bell, get my updated video, share it, help the visibility of the channel and the video and the voice. Y'all already know your boy, Mr. Moonshine, and I here grinding. Um, that's a good fight. And we also got the middle weight unification bout between Triple G and Murata out there in Japan. Hop on in. Tokyo, but ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah, I'm rooting for Murata. Yeah, your boy Mr. Moonshot is rooting for Murata. Murata, Murata, Murata. Let's go, Murata, Murata, Murata. I know a lot of you is going for Triple G. Be like, yo, yo, punch. What the? Why you going for Murata for? I mean, I ain't never hear you really talk about Murata, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just not a fan of Triple G and Canelo Alvarez the trilogy. I'm just not a fan of it. I don't want to see it. Huh? Yeah, I'm the damn party pooper in the middle of this. Yeah, I'm the party pooper. I don't give a damn. I wanted to see Triple G versus Jamal Charlo. I want to see Triple G versus Demise Andre. Also, I want to see Demise Andre versus Jamal Charlo. But I just feel like Triple G has gotten a pass. Triple G has gotten a pass. And I don't like it. Uh-uh. Well, I'm not going to say I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? That sounds kind of beta. It's not that I don't like it. I just see that there's so much criticism going on to Jamal Charlo, Demise Andre, that I don't feel like people are keeping the same energy when it comes to Triple G. Damn it, Triple G is getting a hard pass. Uh-uh. At least Canelo Alvarez, after their fight, and I know a lot of people still bitter. Nah, Triple G won. Triple G beat him in the first fight. Nah, Triple G, they robbed him in the second fight. Man, Canelo Alvarez. Man, it was a draw the first fight. Canelo Alvarez beat him in the second fight. I want to see the trilogy, damn it. Hmm? I think that Canelo Alvarez has done a lot. He has enhanced his legacy a lot after the Triple G fight. You know what I'm saying? Fighting Sergey Kovalev, going to another weight division, 175, and capturing the world title. Sergey Kovalev, probably a future Hall of Famer. 
Y'all already know he went to the 168 and became undisputed. Y'all already know Canelo Alvarez, the pound for pound number one, the leader of Bolivar, number uno in the sport of boxing. Uh, the fourth division world champion, newly super middleweight, undisputed. King Nello, a.k.a. Cartelo, a.k.a. Cashkelo, a.k.a. Baby, a.k.a. Get the fuck out of here, man. Excuse my language. Damn it, it's a Christian show. Canelo Alvarez has done a lot. And about to face Beauvoir and Cinco de Mayo. Let's just stick to the April. Let's stick to the April. There's a lot moving around in April. And then we're going to be moving on in May and June. But let's stick to the April because this is a hot month. Hot month. Um. So I'm going for Murata. But I think that Triple G is still going to be Murata. But that's a... Look, I can't be too mad because that's a unification battle. Right? Um... And also, you know, following what up with that, we got the anticipation waterway unification about three belt unification. Yurdenis Ugas, Earl Spence. Y'all already know y'all heard about Yurden, uh, um, the Cuban fighter. Finally, after 60 years, uplifting the band, they could become professional. And yo, y'all already know who's number one out there in Cuba. In Cuba. Andy Cruz. Andy Cruz. Got Keyshawn Davis' number. Feel me? Can't wait to see that. And I can't wait to see that fight in the pros. I know Keyshawn Davis is licking his chops. Like, yeah, yeah, this ain't the amateurs, huh? Huh? You know I sit down on my punch. It ain't going to be no pity pat in the professionals, huh? I'm going to tell you like this. Andy Cruz is special, man. He got special footwork. He probably got the best footwork right now in the sport of boxing. He haven't even turned pro. Huh? You know, if people felt like Lomachenko was was special, why not? Why not Andy Cruz? He ain't had to go to the professional level so you could know that so you could understand that he's special. Just like Ringendale. You don't got to understand. Man, man, just like Usyk. Just like um Joy Joyce. Andy Cruz is special. He's special. Um, but that doesn't mean that um every time there's a great amateur fighter, it translates to the professional level. But we'll see. We'll see. But I'm happy, I'm happy, and we're gonna be talking about more about that in in, in, in another show. Because I think it ha it, it should have its undivided attention. There's a lot of stories out there. And there's probably Cuban fighters out there that never had the chance to become pro and you know could have wished that this band would have uplifted a long time ago. Shout out to my Cuban people out there. Um, so follow up with the Earl Spence and Udenis Ugas is gonna be fighting out there in Dallas, Texas, April 16th, anticipate one of the most anticipating welterweight bout. Of course, the most anticipating welterweight bout is, of course, Terrence Book Crawford versus Earl the True Spence. But this is a unification bout. Um, Ugas has done well, has retired Manny Pacquiao, the 8th Division World Champion, the 8th Division World Champion, the 5 Lineal, the 12-time World Champion, the Ambassador, the Son of the Humanitarian, the greatest karaoke singer of them all, Digo Tamani Pacquiao. Demi, retire. Retire. Ugas. And we gotta be, and we're gonna be talking about that because I don't feel like Ugas getting the respect that he deserves. All right? Because if Earl Spence would have been Dennis Ugas, and I said this once before, if you follow the channel, follow follow the podcast, the Smelly Salt podcast, I said if Earl Spence would have been Manny Pacquiao, that would have been a passing of the torch fight, right? That was the passing of the torch fight. Huh? We walking into a new era because Keith Thurman dropped the ball on that one, right? But you Dennis Ugas came and retired Manny Pacquiao. Ain't nobody saying that he got the torch. Ain't no fair. It's no fair for you to Dennis Ugas, my friends. It's no fair. Mira, nene, tú sabes, no fue porque yo peleé con Manny Pacquiao y no me están dando el touch. Porque si, si era Eropin, if he fight Eropin, and he be Manny Pacquiao, they give him the touch. But to me, they give me nothing, huh? But I'm used to it. You know, I'm from Cuba. They don't give me nothing, and they don't give me nothing here. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Nothing changed. <laughs> but it's a great fight. It's a great fight. Great fight. 
I got Earl Spence, you know what I'm saying, edging that fight. I think it's going to be a close fight, 115-113. Could be another split decision in the welterweight division. Y'all already know, man. Um, I don't think in the welterweight division um, anybody has really uh, um, separated themselves significantly. You know what I'm saying? There's no gap. I think everybody is like uh, could beat each other any 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 given Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Just like football any given Sunday. But I feel that in the welterweight division, I'm talking about the elites, the Keith Thurman, the Earl Spence, the Buck Crawford, uh, you Danny Ugas. And even you can you, you can even add Virgil Ortiz and Jerome Boos Ennis. You know? A lot of people, of course, they got things to 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 prove. Uh, but they passed the eye test with me already. Uh, moving along with that, we got Dillian White versus Tyson Fury in the heavyweight matchup. Um, that's a great fight out there in the UK. I think they got like what 94, 96,000 seats. Incredible, incredible, incredible. Uh, follow it up with that. New York City. I already know that's the fight that I've been waiting for. If y'all been um the fight that I've been waiting for, y'all been following the channel, y'all been following your boy, Mr. Moonshine. I'm being I love this fight. I think it's the biggest fight, the most historic fight of Manna Serrano, seven division world champion, the knockout pound for pound queen of the sport of boxing versus Katie Taylor, the light. The lightweight heavyweight champion of the world. Man. Katie Taylor from Ireland. Amanda Serrano, Puerto Rico, Carolina, Bushwick, New York. <laughs> BK. Let's go. Incredible matchup. And of course, on the same day, damn it. Top rank going to do going to cock block the ladies. Bobby Arim. Going to cock block the ladies. Even though that a lot of people have been anticipating this matchup, this unification bout between... Um, Oscar Valdez, a.k.a. the tea drinker, versus Shakur Stevenson. That's going to be a good fight. I got Shakur Stevenson being Oscar Valdez. I just feel like Shakur Stevenson just better than Oscar Valdez in every in every category. Um, probably um, the power is is a coin toss. But I got Shakur Stevenson being just a little bit better than Oscar Valdez in almost every category. I got, I got Shakur Stevenson edging that, becoming a unified champion. And talking about Shakur Stevenson, right? That's the that's the month of April. And you see the thumbnail. And this is going to be what we're going to be talking about. Um, the highlight, the primary thing that I want to talk about is guys like Shakur Stevenson, guys like Tiafima Lopez, guys like Devin Haney at the age of 23, actually doing more, actually doing more, and actually you could say that they're special. Then the prime fighters today, because I don't think they're even close to their prime. But I'm talking about like guys like Earl Spence and the Charlos and and the uh, and the Andres and the minus Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez already was 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 fighting guys like Flo Mayweather at the age of 23. But these guys, I mean, well, this is a boxing, and we've been praying for, um, and we've been uh, praying and complaining and whining about, oh my God, these fighters today is not like back in the days. And uh, you know, I, you know what it is. I think in boxing fans just it got a problem. I think we need to face this. We need to work on this. We be acting like bitter, like bitter baby mamas in family court. We be acting like we ain't never satisfied. You want these fighters to prove everything to you? These fighters ain't doing nothing. You can't be content because hey, Devin Haney gets a lot of hate. Tiffany Lopez get a lot of hate. Shakur Stevenson get hate there, but not quite like these other two, right? Yeah, at the end of the day, they're 23 years old. Uh, 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 TFM Lopez being Lomachenko that was regarded pound for pound, one, two, three, you can flip it around around at the time that he beat him. Back-to-back -back champions beating Richard Comey and then going and being Lomachenko. Huh? And he was the underdog at the age of 23. 16 fights, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, what was Earl Spence and Buck Crawford and, and Keith Thurman and Sean Porter? Um... What, what, I, I'm just naming the names. I'm not trying to devalue them or anything of that nature, but I'm just saying, what the, what were, where, where were they at the age of 23? 
Devin Haney's going to go to the down under in Australia to become the undisputed versus George Camboso, which defeated Tia from Lopez out there in New York City in this past November. If Devin Haney becomes undisputed and beats George Camboso, become a lightweight undisputed at the age of 23, just like Tia from Lopez did, beating, by Lu beating Lumachenko. And I know there's been controversy about the WBC uh, um, franchise, but you understand what I'm trying to say. It's still, it's still monumental what these two and historic what these two guys are. Well, what what Devin Haney is projected to 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 overcome, and Teofimo Lopez already did his, his his thing, became fighter of the year. His father became trainer of the year only in sixteen fights. You got Shakur Stevenson, a two division world champion, could unify versus Oscar Valdez, fighting champion, uh, um, um, back to back champion, just like Tiafima Lopez did with Richard Comey and Lomachenko. Shakur Stevenson beat Jamel Hearing, a respectable champion. Shout out to the Marine, Jamel Hearing, doing his thing. And then going to uh, uh, fight Oscar Valdez, in which there's some people out there that got him on the pound for pound list, right? And that's going to be a huge win. A huge win. What was uh, these guys? I'm talking about in their prime right now. What were they? What were they doing at the age of 23? I believe at the age of 23. I don't even think that Earl Spence even had a, a ten a ten rounder. You understand what I'm trying to say? Like we gotta give we 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 really gotta appreciate what we're watching here, and stop always trying to look at the past, because what they're doing is actually what the past was doing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Oscar De La Hoya was fighting Julio Cesar Chavez at the age of 23. Hector, he already fought Hector Camacho. The legends. You know what I'm saying? At the age of 23. Mike Tyson became an undisputed champion at, at a young age. Wilfred Benitez at the age of 17. These guys was fighting one another. I think when it was 23, when it was um Roberto Duran versus um Sugar Ray Leonard. They was fighting real, real young. And now... What the fans been begging for, you want these fighters to fight like they used to do. Now, I'm going to say it like this. The network, how how, how fight comes through fruition with networks and promoters, it's not like back in the day. They just can't, they, they just can't fight um, anytime they want. You got to remember that. Back then, um, there wasn't a lot of sports like that on TV, like the NBA TV and ESPN and college basketball and college uh, uh, football, college football and all that. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of sports show, a lot of sporting event. So they can't get these type of slots like their boxer can't get these type of slot like it used to. You understand? Just think about it. Um, Hagler versus Hearns, that was on a Monday night. <laughs> Ain't nobody playing with the NFL no, on a, no Monday night. Uh, the only one that's, that could give the NFL run in, in ratings is, is the WWE wrestling, you know, on a Monday night. But, shit, ain't nobody want to compete with, with Monday night football, especially boxing nowadays. They can't compete with it. But we have to look at these guys. They're doing, they're doing something special. They're doing something special. And I know that these guys get a lot of hate. Their fans are still building. They still, a lot of these guys are still wet behind the ears. Breath smelling like Semilak. But you got to give him credit. Look what Devin Haney is actually doing business-wise. Forget about what he's doing in the ring. Because, yeah, he's, people going to be critiqued. But there's a lot, of, a lot of haters in the sport of boxing. I mean, a lot of hating fans. It's just like too many bitter fans. Like, you know what I'm saying? Especially in the American culture. I've been talking about that too much. We got to support our fighters. Look what Shakur Stevenson is doing. Look what Tito Lopez did. Yeah, he got his laws, but what's the loss, man? Come on, man. We used to see Tito Trinidad get knocked down every time, get back in the corner. His father used to smack him up, and he right back and knocking a dude with a left hook. Hmm? 
Look what Devin Haney is doing. Partnering up has 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 made great money. Great money. Has made more money than a lot of veterans. You know what I'm saying? Has made great money. Shout out to his father, Bill Haney, for doing his due diligence and doing his studies and learning about this, uh, about this, you know, this game that has a lot of shark. Protecting his son, molding his son to become an entrepreneurial businessman, not to be taken advantage of. I told him one time, hey, yo, rape the game before the, rape, the, the game rapes you. Put his son in a position to be a boss, independent. Independent. Shout out to Mickey Bay and Tevin Farmer going to be fighting out there in Ghana. Independency. Put your money where your mouth is. Put it this way. Put it this way. The Haney's are actually more savvy because they 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 did these deals at the age of twenty. Um, Devin Haney did, did this deal at the age of twenty one, partnering up with Eddie Hearn, not being under Eddie Hearn. It took Manny Pacquiao almost a whole career to actually understand the business, of, not, not to take advantage, um, not to be taken advantage of. In the business of boxing. Look at Mike Tyson. Devin Haney already partnered up. Look, look, look. Canelo Alvarez, after he left Golden Boy promotion, he for the first time partnered up. Partnered up with Eddie Hearn. He did that at the age of what? 31. Devin Haney did that at the age of 21. So you got to give credit in the business sense. Now, of course, a lot of fans don't give a damn about the business sense because it's not like we're going to get the money and put it in our pocket. But you got to understand the game also. Because what they're doing outside of the ring is just as, as historic as what he could potentially do versus George Cambosa in the ring. That's a good signing. Good signing going to ESPN. Exposure. So, we got to really um, appreciate what we have today. In sports, we're always looking at the past, even when we was watching the NBA, right? LeBron James ain't Michael Jordan. LeBron James ain't Kobe. Kobe ain't Jordan. We never want to give credit until they're gone, and then when they're gone, be like, damn, we was watching something special. 23-year-old, 24, these guys are special, and they're ahead of the pack. Like when I was saying with T from Lopez, I was like, man, he's the he's the the commander in chief, the commander in chief, the captain of this generation. Took his L, but know what? He's still there because he got the potential. Put it this way: Look, he got the potential to fight Liam Pearl for the WBO vacant. If Josh Taylor in 140 vacant his belts, the undisputed Josh Taylor, he vacates his belt. T from Lopez is going to be fighting Peru in the WBO and become and, and has the opportunity this year to become a a two division world champion. Shakur Stevenson, two division world champion. Uh, Devin Haney, undisputed all this year. At the age of 23 and 24. Ladies and gentlemen, we watch, we're witnessing um, special fighters right now. You wanted these fighters to fight young like back in the days and they're doing it. So you got to appreciate these American fighters. You got to appreciate what these young, young, young lines are doing right now. Where people, oh, well, Devin Haney, oh, I don't like the way he got the bell, or the email bell, or they hand me the hand me down, the water down bell. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's going down under. And now he got the chance to become a disputed and, you know what I'm saying, shut up all the critics, all the critics, even including me. Everything goes out the window, ladies and gentlemen. Devin Haney had the chance to get it all and shut everybody at the same damn time. 
People was talking about, hey, yo, Devin Haney, um, you ain't go to the meeting. You ain't go to the meeting. Well, shit, he went to the right meeting this time. <laughs> he went to the right meeting this time. And like I was saying in the channel as well, I don't, I don't want us to get carried away of wanting these fighters to actually go for pay cuts. Tifam Lopez wasn't happy getting getting the type of fun, the, getting the type of purse that it was promised him to fight Lomachenko. You already know that that pandemic hit, so the bag wasn't there like it was supposed to be. They were supposed to be fighting in May if there was no pandemic, but he had to take less. Devin Haney had to take less to fight George Cambosa. Shakur Stevenson is reporting saying that he's taking less to fight Oscar Valdez. Ladies and gentlemen, we love the matchup, but we should not be congrat. We should not like. Um, shame any fighter to take less and accomplish greatness. Because remember, it's high risk and high reward. High risk and high reward. We're so desperate for these fighters to fight these type of fights that's going to enhance their legacy. But damn it, pay them, pay them and compensate them as you should. We got more freedom on the sport of boxing. We got Edgar Belanga that, of course, a lot of people feel like, you know, he, should, he he got a long way to go. And it seems like he got a long way to go. But look at the support, though, that he got. It's not easy to get the Edgar Belanga support. I'm going to tell you like this. Guys like Demise Andres wish he could have that type of support because the Edgar Belanga, he's not even close to contentions right now. Got to get his mojo back. Got to regain that type of knockout shriek in which I think that he stays in the gym, stay consistent, hard work, dedication, work on your footwork. Just stay in the gym and let your, and let your team that's doing a great job outside, let them do the job outside. You can take photos and ish like that. Forget about the club right now. The club is always going to be there. You got a lady at home anyway. You got a kid, beautiful kid. The club is always going to be there. Use the club as a celebration after a great big win. So it's going to be there. It's not going nowhere. New York is always going to be New York, my brother. But, man, we got to support what these fighters are doing. Because if we don't support, if we don't support what Devin Haney is doing, and we treat him like Tia from Lopez and become a laughing stock, y'all want to treat him like if it's a laughing stock. Y'all wanted to, um, 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 you know, disrespect him, the great, because he took that to purse bid. And people were like, oh, he should have never took it to purse bid. He should have stayed with Bob Aaron. Well, Bob Aaron should have paid him the good money after leaving, uh, after beating Lomachenko. He should have, he should have congratulated. He should have honored that. He should have gave him more. But then when the money ain't, co ain't come through, the fans were like, ah. If you keep on dissing these fighters, when these fighters are trying to go for greatness, guess what they're going to do? They're going to say F the fans. If Devin Haney goes out there down in the, in the down under and beats George Campos to come back and bring them belts to America and what he gets is hey, you know what he's going to do? Man, let me leave. I'm, I'm going to drop these belts anyway. Why I got why I got to pay sanctioning fees and belt fees if my own people don't even want to support me? I went out there and I went out there for greatness and this is the way y'all treat me and guess what? The fans are molding the fighters not to care. Because these fighters come out of they're young, they're coming out the amateurs and they want legacy. They want legacy. Then they find out the business of boxing. It's going away from legacy more and more. The belts don't mean that much. Fans don't give a, don't give a damn about the fighters that got belts. It's like when I talk about it on my channel with Demetrius Andre, WBO, middleweight champion. 
And people yell about Punch. Who has he for? Who is he for? Why does Canelo have to fight him? Why does Triple G need to fight him? Why does this person have to fight him? Because he's a goddamn champion. That's why we want to see a unification bout. Keep the same damn energy. Because he's a champion. And if you don't value a champion as a fan, then these guys going to drop the belt just like he's going to the 168 to fight Zach Parker for an interim WBO while he's a champion in the middleweight division. But you know what? Because you, the fans, and I'm talking about collectively, yes, it's the, it's the sport of boxing. Yes, it's the promoters. Yes, it's the manager. Yes, it's the network. Yes, it's the business handlers. Yeah. But the fans make a guy like Demise Andre say, man, let me leave the belt anyway. Y'all ain't vouching for me. The reason why I'm not getting these fights is because the lack of support that I get in America. The reason why Devin Haney's going to the down under, of course, because Joe's Campbell also won, and he has he has is rightfully so for him to go to the down under and get a paycheck. But he's going down, he's going down there because there's not enough support to will to 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 um, are you saying to will George Campbell to keep on fighting over here? We gotta just learn how to support. Same thing I was talking about on the channel with Jamel Charlo. Jamel Charlo, three, three belt holder. Going to be fighting for Undisputed for the second time to rematch. And look at the ESPN pound for pound ranking with the, with the quote unquote pugilist of the game. The writers, the people that vote these guys into the Hall of Fame. You ain't put them on your pound for pound list. Why not? Three, three belt holder. He's not worth a pound for pound list. And then you want to shame his brother Jamal Charlo that he ain't doing nothing. Jamal Charlo gonna be like, well, y'all don't respect my brother anyway. He, he's doing y'all want me to y'all want me to do what my brother is doing, but y'all don't but but y'all don't respect my brother anyway. So why do I have to do what he's doing? Let me just get, keep on getting the money that I'm getting fighting these easy fights. You know what I'm saying? Buying a mansion, buying all these cars because y'all want me to y'all want me y'all trying to shame me to to do what my brother is doing, but 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 in reality, y'all don't even respect my brother. The fans ain't keeping the same energy. The, the, the independent media ain't keeping the same energy. Y'all ain't keeping it. Y'all making no sense. Y'all contradicting yourself. If Jamel Charlo is doing great, in which I, in my pound, he is on my pound for pound list, baby. Number six on my pound for pound list. And after this one, he's going to be top five, baby. He's going to be top five. Because it's a monumental fight. It is no way in hell that in the ESPN, American, uh, 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 an American media platform, does not have Jamel Charlo pound for pound uh, in the pound for pound list. Three bell holder, but you still got Lomachenko who got nothing. Last time you hear about J J Charlo brothers and ESPN, oh, is when this guy get arrested because well, he ain't he quote unquote ain't paid a tab in San Antonio, Jamal Charlo. But you ain't talk about when they got to go when they were having a fight coming up because y'all like bad news, right? We do not support the way that we need to support. What is the problem in American culture that we can't support our own? What is this hate and toxic culture that you do not want to support your own? You tell these guys to do what the guys in the past did. Now these young gunners that I'm talking about, the Shakur Stevens and the Devin Haney and the TFM Lopez is doing it. And all y'all do is hate on them. And of course, yeah, a lot of people may feel, damn, what, what TFM Lopez was saying that, um, oh, he can't take the loss with George Campbell. So we get it. I can't, we understand. But what about the thing that he's done in the ring? How about that? Now everybody gonna be flow made with it. Now everybody gonna go, gonna carry your old for the for the rest of their life, their, their career. And even flow made with it, who got man money and things of that nature. 
He used to fight dudes from other country, and these guys used to pack, 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 pack his own his own arena. He had no home court advantage. Basketball term. Because America culture, the American culture, there's no way that Conor McGregor brings more fan base than 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 Floyd Mayweather in his hometown, Las Vegas. How? How is that? How is that a reality? How that? How does that happen, ladies and gentlemen? Because the toxic culture of American fan base just love to hate, hate, discredit, disrespect, and call guys bums, call guys pussy, call by all the derogatory term that you could think of. They, ladies and gentlemen, damn it, I'm lit right now. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, you see how I just escalated being lit? Because the disgusting of the American boxing fan culture is to hate. These fighters could have more, and these fighters could want it more if you goddamn give them the damn, the damn respect that they deserve. These are modern-day wars, modern-day gladiators. It's going to people, oh, punch, oh, stop, oh, you blaming this on the fans, you blaming this on the fans, no, man, I'm holding people accountable as well, just like you want to hold fighters accountable, just like you want fighters to be humble, how about you, how about you as a fan, if you believe you have power, you call for the fights, huh? How about you take accountability, how about fans, how about we humble ourselves? It's not us that we stepping inside the ring, cause at the end of the day we ain't holding no goddamn ice or a bucket or anything like that. After after they get out that ring, after they went on went, went to war. There's fighters out there that ain't doing nothing special, but there's fighters out there that is. And the fighters that's always doing something special, the boxing world hates on them, especially in America, especially you fans. Cry and whine for these fighters to do something. And these fighters is about to do it and has done it at the age of 23 years old. But all they get is hate. Some people are like, oh, I'm a fan. I do give him respect. Ladies and gentlemen, these are right now, this are, they used to call, I ain't going to call them the four kings. I can call them the three amigos. <laughs> all I'm saying, folks, all I'm saying, got to pay respect. These guys are doing something special. Now, can they keep with the momentum? I already know that tear from Lopez, the tear from, he lost the momentum. But he can gain it right back. Only takes one win. Virgil Ortiz. Virgil Ortiz is already in mandatory position of the WBO to fight a guy like Bud Crawford. Jerome Bruce N is going to be performing in the co-main of Brian Castaño versus Jamel Charlo. Versus Clayton, he's going to be the mandatory to the guy that's holding the belt at currently right now, Earl the Truth Spins. America got its fighters. And is ready to accomplish greatness. You got three, three American fighters at the age of 23 already. Got the potential. Already did a historic uh, move. I already said here from Lomachenko. Devin Haney could be undisputed by being George Cambosa. A two-division world champion. Shakur Stevenson about to go back-to-back fighting a champion. Oscar Valdez. And being Oscar Valdez. Isn't that what y'all been looking for? Isn't that what y'all want? So what are you going to do now? You're going to hate? Are you going to celebrate? Are you going to credit 
or you're going to discredit. Or you're going to value or you're going to devalue. Because if y'all hating this and y'all don't support this, this is when. See, boxing is great. You can't deny this month. I ain't even talking about me. Canelo Alvarez, Cinco de Mayo. David Benavidez is going to be fighting going to be fighting David Lemieux. And people be like, oh, yo, but the fight. Well, don't worry about don't worry about, about the opponent because that, if David Benavides beat Lemieux, guess what? He becomes the mandatory WBC mandatory for Canelo Alvarez, the fight that people still want to see Canelo Alvarez fight. And if Demetrius Andre beat Zach Parker out there in the UK, then he's a mandatory position in the WBO. And you heard what Mauricio Sudamon said in the interview that I had with Mauricio Sudamon, Sudamon um, um, with, with Rap Star Boxing Knowledge. He said that if there's an undisputed, they will want their the uh, the the they will want the mandatory of each belt federation to actually fight each other so they can get to a uh uh Canelo Alvarez like a tournament. So we might see David Benavides versus the Mises Andre if they collect these wins. And David Benavides is only 24 years old. Another phenom, only 24 years old. Shit, I think I'm going. I'm going. To, I'm, I'm. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going all the way. My era is better than all the eras. Oh, come on, punch is better. Man, I'm living in this era. I'm living in this era. I'm going to support my era. I support boxing, the history of the sport of boxing. But I'm going. But this is my era. And this is your era too. I don't know. Maybe I'm a 60-year-old is listening right now. I understand. You understand? I'm trying to say, damn it. <laughs> Women boxing is is lit. Alicia Baumgartner. Reese. Chantel Cameron. Amanda Serrano. Katie Taylor. Savannah Marshall versus Clarissa Shields. We got seven-figure fighters as ladies, as our queens. Oh, boxing is beautiful. June, June, we got the rematch. Nonito Donaire versus Naoya Inoue. Boxing is good. Boxing is great. And we support our American fighter. Erickson Lewis. If we support our American fighter, baby, boxing will be one of the major sports like it once was. But we got to share the light. And fighters out there, keep on promoting. Keep on promoting yourself. I don't want to hear these fans saying, oh, oh, Ryan Garcia, he's an Instagram. Well, let him promote himself, damn it. You on Instagram yourself every damn day too. You on social media? Everybody on social media. Also, oh, you could be on social media, but Ryan Garcia can't be on social media. You're a damn hypocrite. It's because I don't like Ryan Garcia. He should pay attention more to boxing. Well, you should pay attention more to your significant other. You should pay more attention to your kids. You should pay more attention to your jobs. Stop being on Instagram when you're working. Huh? How many times your supervisor got to tell you to put away the phone? How about that? How about that?
You stop using the filter. Ugly motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, boxing's good. The boxing is great. Um, y'all already know I gotta keep it consistent with with the Smelly Salt podcast. And everybody, thank you for supporting the Smelly Salt podcast. Y'all already know, man. We're we're moving on to the next episode. Y'all already know this week is gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. Everybody, subscribe to um to the Punch Run Boxing channel, YouTube channel. I'm gonna go live every day, every night. Every evening, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time and probably in the morning as well. The Smelly Salt Morning Show. Um, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Catch me. Catch me. Support. Support the movement. Love y'all. God bless. And on to the next.